0: Well, hey, welcome to The In Doubt Show. We got a great show for you today. Lots to dive into. We got Amanda Jenkins all the way from Texas on a Zoom call today, which I'm really excited about. She's the co-creator of The Chosen. Maybe you've heard of it. Maybe you're one of the millions of people who have been watching and enjoying it. She's going to be with us later. We also have a segment for Dangerous Doctrines, so we got lots to dive into. But before we do... Just want to remind you, we really appreciate your encouragement and your support. Uh, if you could like, subscribe, join, share with your family and friends, that goes a long way. It helps with the algorithms. We would really, really appreciate it. You could also support through prayer. We need prayers. as we continue in this ministry. Or if you want to support financially, that would be fantastic. You know, the reality is it does cost a lot of money to keep these lights running. And so we... Are you kidding? Ah. Oh. We're back. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Someone either prayed or just gave a contribution, whatever it is. Thank you so much. Well, We're here. We can you. do we can do the show today. Thank you. That's thank great. you. We can do the show today. You know what? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy, happy Monday. Happy Monday. <laughs> Monday. Yay! Happy oh, Monday. Monday. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on,
1: there Chris. Happy M-
0: The audio cue. Happy. We talked about this. <laughs> happy Monday. You know what? You know what time it is for, folks? You know it. You know it. You love them. It is time to... It's time to make Monday great again, folks. That's what we're here to do. Me and Donnie, I make Monday's great again, frankly.
1: <laughs> Terrific.
0: We are. Thank you, Donnie, for that. No problem. How you doing? Fantastic. I've never been better.
1: Donnie's always doing good. <laughs> That's this thing is a bad mood
0: with Gig Daddy. Amazing. Uh, now back to Brendan though. I am a mi- <laughs> oh. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How was your weekend? Yeah. You had a good weekend. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Anything really exciting good. or I mean, you exciting. know, what did you do? What
1: did I do? Um, I played a lot of video games. Nice. Uh, which I
0: haven't done in All weeks. Right. I what? had
1: time to play video games. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Sounds I can't good. say which one because this is a Christian program. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Please leave um, <laughs> your sin. i uh, just kidding.
0: I won't say it. <laughs> Chris, how's your weekend? Let's make yeah, this Christian let's, here. Let's,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's make this Christian. Make here. it Christian
2: again. That's, uh,
0: <laughs> make Monday's Christian again. Is it possible <laughs> to have a
1: non-violent video game? It's not that much violence, but like, come on. It is possible. I play NHL
0: all the time. There's so no. much violence in NHL. <laughs> okay, you don't have that to is, always drop the that gloves. Was, I actually that played NHL. Example. That's what I was going
1: to say. It's just not a godly sport. I'm sorry. Okay. body checking. It's
2: very violent.
0: <laughs> yes, there is. You're, you know <laughs> what? You're wrong. <laughs> Chris, how was your weekend?
2: It was good. It was a birthday weekend for us. Oh, okay. Yep, the little girl turned six. Six years old. Man. Happy right. birthday. Yeah. Woo. So all the festivities this weekend.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Did you do it? Like, did you... uh you know, I think with my boy, we have like themes, dinosaurs, whatever. Did you have a theme or was it just more like, not, give me cake now?
2: Not really this <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah. We've done <laughs> themes in the past. Yes, yes. Like,
0: Maybe by the time they get six years old, it's kind of like, yeah, oh, you know what? Yeah, it's kind of. I'm yeah, done with the dinosaurs. He's over it, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> lots of <laughs> give me cake now. Yeah, that's what yep. my <laughs> boy says. Oh, jeez. And he's one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's His first fluid. words. <laughs> His first words. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing, actually. Um, uh, yesterday was church. Comment below. What did you learn at church uh, today? Was it uh, yesterday? Though uh, was it? Uh, <laughs> what, what did you learn at church yesterday? And uh, what did you learn at church yesterday? How was your Sunday? It was good. It was really solid. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, man. What about you, Chris?
1: Nice. It was good. Yeah.
2: Continuing
0: uh, in John.
1: That's right. <laughs> we
2: are actually still in John six. Nice. Oh yeah. So Sometimes you got to sit. It's, it's a long yeah. one. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, for for us, church, I led worship for the first time in 10 months. Wow. Nice. And uh, I was excited. I was also a little nervous. You know, I haven't done it in a long time. The last time I led worship, right after that, during my vacation in Easter, I had like a clinical burnout. Wow. And it was actually a terrible, oh, it was a terrible time. I laughed, but I'm yeah. not laughing. It was the darkest season of my life. Wow. So I kind of just like almost, I don't know if it's like PTSD or whatever, but it's like, oh no, I'm going to go lead worship again. It was like, that was maybe a part mm. of my burnout So, but it went really great first strum and I just was like, oh, I I remember, Yeah, you know, it's like riding a bike, thankfully, (laughs) (laughs) or else I'd have to press mute and, you know, see what happens. But no, it actually went really great. And -hmm. then for our service, we were in second Corinthians. And so ironically, as I was feeling overwhelmed, kind of nervous and just remembering kind of the trials I was uh, going through earlier this year, the message is all about trusting in the trials. And that's kind of what Paul talks about in second Corinthians at the chapter one. So it was actually like really helpful to hear that, be reminded that God was in those trials and um, that He was with me in that moment, too. So it was actually a really special Sunday. But if you're watching and uh, you have gone through something like that, you know, for me, um, how it manifested, this burnout was anxiety, depression, panic attacks. I've never had that before. I'm not sure if you guys have ever had that before. I have not, not to that extent. No and way. I pray that that never happens because it was a very terrible, dark time for our family. But uh, if you ever have that, or if you are experiencing that, reach out to someone. You know, I had community around me at that time and that really saved me. And so if there's anything that you need to talk through, you can email us or connect with us. We'd love to hear from you, or connect with your friends, family. Uh, we're not meant to do uh, life alone. And uh, we're actually going to talk about that next week as well—the importance of biblical community. So, uh, but um, I hope you never felt that, and if you do, I'm sorry. We pray for you, but uh, reach out if you need to, and um, we just want to see you thrive, not just survive. Yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. It's important. Mm. Um, but we're going to go through a segment right now, and it is uh, a good one. We're going to go through uh, dangerous doctrines. Oh my goodness.
1: Looks like it's time for d- d- Dangerous Doctrines. D- 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 dangerous Doctrines. What voice
0: is that? I don't know, man. We saw this. <laughs>
1: dangerous Doctrines.
0: <laughs> well, could it be? What? No, that's just my impersonation. Can you do a, I do, doc- a lot
1: of, I do a lot of impersonations.
0: What would it sound like if we said Dangerous Doctrines with Donnie? Dangerous Doctrines with Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have the same ring. No, no it's not the <laughs> it same. doesn't. Uh, okay, so what we want to talk about today is a theology or doctrine. A group of people. It's called the Word of Faith movement. Some of you might have heard the Word of Faith movement. Uh, It's um, you know topics like prosperity preaching or kind of the name it and claim it, blab it and grab it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We've heard of that. Oh yeah. Very popular. And so the question is: Is the Word of Faith movement biblical? Yes. I mean, no. (laughs) Oh.
1: Uh, I mean, uh, Jesus. And you're uh, fired,
0: <laughs> Brendan. Again, you're fired. We have to keep firing him, rehiring him, because we can't that's, find someone because his job is month. really hard to do. <laughs> that's twice in a month. <laughs> <laughs> He's been fired twice this month. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, you know what? Is the word of faith movement biblical? Short answer: No. Long answer: No. <laughs> <laughs> I like the long answer <laughs> yeah. better. It's so in-depth and But detailed. we want to we walk through it. So I have some of the history I wrote out here. Just so I kind of uh, did a little search. The Word of Faith movement grew out of the Pentecostal movement. Sorry, Brendan. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. In the I'm late sorry. 20th century. But uh, its founder was E.W. Kenyon, who studied the metaphysical new thought teachings of Phineas Quimby, which was mind science, where name and claim it was originated, was combined with Pentecostalism, which kind of resulted in this blend of this orthodox christianity and mysticism so this is kind of the history where it came from um and so then we see out of that prosperity gospel we see all these kind of teachings about the name it claim it the health and wealth um and so we're going to talk about this and we're going to talk specifically within the context of the word uh word of faith movement is the doctrine of positive confession that's what we want to talk about positive confession confession the fact that we can basically just speak things into existence. Uh, it's ironic that the word of faith movement doesn't emphasize the word or mm, have yeah. an understanding of faith. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a movement, <laughs> technically, a false movement. it's a false movement where there's no word and there's really a wrong uh, understanding of what faith is. Here's some random quotes. Uh, This is what you would hear in this type of church. So if you're attending a church and this is kind of what you're hearing on your Sunday mornings, um, we would would raise a red flag. Uh, There is power in me to speak life and death. This is something that they would say. You call what you have, you say what you want. Something they would say. I know that I know that I know, said one pastor, that as these programs are airing right now, I'm speaking something into existence. This is a quote from a preacher. So speaking things into existence kind of sounds like Genesis one where God creates, he speaks light and there's light. Um, so what this theology does is it really demotes God, brings him down to make him feel more human. And it actually kind of promotes and deifies us as humans to be more like God. Here's a tweet from a pastor. And I use the term pastor extremely (laughs) loosely. Um, as spiritual beings who possess the nature of God, we have the ability to speak things into existence just like God did. So no. No 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 Not no. No 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 no. I think you have a farting nope. sound of. Faith. Cow patty hockey
1: pucks. Cow patty. Yes, Hockey that pucks. Is, that is what that is. <laughs> Thank
0: you Dr. John Neufeld. <laughs> so, for uh, word of faith preachers, it seems like faith is the object of faith. Faith is a force that they can kind of direct and almost twist the hand of God to make things happen and he gets to do whatever uh, they kind of ask him to do. And that's just not how it works. Here's a quote that uh, kind of makes me squirmish. So Ooh, here we go. hopefully, do we have barf bags here? here we, we have uh, the end yeah, sure, show yeah, barf yeah. bags? There's a there's garbage
1: right there. There's a garbage camera side? here. Okay,
0: yeah. so I'm going to try to do this <laughs> and hold it all in. I had a, We went to a fast food establishment earlier today and I'm going to try to keep it in me but ready. To, oh. <laughs> he's ready. Yeah. He's ready. Listen to this. You are supposed to control the weather. <laughs> I, I mean, my husband is the primary weather man in our house, but when he's not there, I do it is what she says. Wow. Sometimes I'll hear the thunder start and he's sleeping and I'll say, honey, wake up. You need to do something about this. <laughs> honey, wake up. The weather's changing. <laughs> See, you are the one who has authority over the weather. That's how she says it. Oh, my goodness. So you are the weatherman or the weatherwoman. So get out there. You talk to the tornadoes. Tell it you are not coming here. I command you to dissipate. Dissipate. Wow. <laughs> And then thousands of people are like, "Yeah, we control the weather."
2: That seems like just (laughs) go try it out—a recipe for marital disaster.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I was like, "Honey, why didn't you stop the tornado, you jerk?"
1: (laughs) God told me I had to keep it going,
0: and so I did. (laughs) And so I let the tornado
1: destroy those homes. It was me.
0: (laughs) Seriously though. They can control the weather. That's a lot of responsibility. I don't know if you want to take that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so this particular lady, her husband, they have like private jets, so they travel. And you said, we don't fly in bad weather. I'm like, well. <laughs> Just tell the weather to move out of your flight path. It's simple. That's actually what they think they can do. But they don't travel in bad weather because, you know, they wait yeah. as well. But if you well, can control have to it. they
1: pray. Well, and then it goes to, away. Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: Give time for God to be able to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. long distance. It takes time. Latency. all the way It takes
0: time. Yeah. Exactly. You can just hear yeah. it. But, uh, okay. So if we were to say, okay, you know what? They can. Just bear with me for a moment. Uh, okay. I don't know if I <laughs> it, want to entertain this, Andrew. No, but this is. Obviously, it is. John's uh, going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously heresy. Okay. It's Let's not, start with that. Yeah. It's not biblical. But say they could. Okay. Just for a moment. Okay. Don't you think, just humor me for a second, if that's true, that they can control the weather, shouldn't they be in a lot of trouble for thousands of cases of negligent homicide?
1: What? Well...
2: Think about it. All the
0: natural disasters in the world and thousands of people who die every year. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Fires, floods, hurricanes, tornadoes. It's a lot of responsibility. Technically, they should... They could have stopped wow. it. They could have stopped guys it. Didn't, if
1: you're watching this, you didn't stop it. Shame on you. And you could have. You could have. You could have. The
0: reality, they can't. <laughs> Wait, what? Really? And if you think Shocking. you're a weatherman or a weatherwoman, it's just not how it works. You could be a meteorologist, but you, is that, yeah, did I true. say that correctly? <laughs> that's true. yeah And you that's could've. the only job where you can actually be wrong 98% of the time <laughs> and still keep your job. And still keep your job. Yeah. Like you've been fired twice so far yeah. in the last couple weeks
2: these guys um, just well apparently the these guys you. that we were talking about could be wrong that's true
1: yeah even more still keep their jobs and
2: yeah. they
0: still they still preach yep. quote-unquote well, every all those, Sunday
1: all those prophets with their uh, prophetical election campaign uh, oh yeah uh, whatever it's called <laughs> it's terrible <laughs> yeah they're always wrong and people <laughs> yeah. always listen to them it's 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 crazy like what
0: it's crazy, so if you're watching if you if that's a church that you're attending, um I would highly consider possibly uh leaving because <laughs> because the word of faith movement is very dangerous, there's a lot of people who are following it because it's just it keeps the um it Feels good. It man. just feels yeah, it really does. good. It sounds good. It sounds good. It feels good. You have power. You have all these things, and uh, it's just—it's yes, we do have power. Yes, the Holy Spirit resides within us, but not to the point where we control the weather and can just speak things into existence and they just happen. And so, that's this week's dangerous doctrines. Yeah. Uh, if uh, if you go to that church, stop. Go somewhere else. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's all I got to say about that matter. If you go there, stop. Just leave. <laughs> you gotta leave. Just <laughs> wait,
1: well, you're stepping on thin ice with that one. <laughs> when you're talking about the weather, I just I just pictured Emperor Palpatine just episode nine. Just <laughs> Ultimate
2: power. Yeah. <laughs> Unlimited power. Oh, that oh, yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a scary doctrine. There's a lot of weird teaching out there.
1: You need a shiver me timbers sound effect. That's what we need. A shiver me timbers one. That would have been perfect for it. There's other there's other little sound bites. I'm not a sound guy. I can't tell you what to do. I'm just just, just maybe throwing it thought, out there. Yeah, maybe maybe just a suggestion. Wait, well, you can't just speak it into... Me. You like your... <laughs> Wait, I can, I can. I do the voice. I mean, I impersonate the voice. It's not me. <laughs> yeah. Shiver me timbers. <laughs> Record that.
0: Okay. Clip it. Clip I, it. Put it I, in. There you <laughs> go. We got, we got our sound bite. That's perfect. Hey, we got a great interview for us today. I'm really excited. Uh, our Zoom call is pretty much almost ready. I think we have Amanda Jenkins. She is a co-creator of The Chosen, which is an, uh, a show that... You know, it's getting very, very popular. And um, do, have you seen The Chosen? Oh, yeah. Have you seen The Chosen? Yeah. I have not. You have not? I'm only a couple episodes,
1: I, but I'm in season three, though.
0: Yeah, I it's just nuts. started watching because I'm like, oh, I like to see what it's all about. And you know what? It's, uh, it's they do admit right off the top, first episode, the little kind of disclaimer. This is basically, if you want to know about the Gospels, read the Bible, is yeah. basically what they say. And so that's important to know. Uh, we don't watch this in lieu of reading your Bible. Uh, you know, Bible is important. That's the absolute truth. Of course, they have creative liberties uh, in creating a show, especially however many seasons they are. So it's not literal Bible. Um, and so we're going to ask her about that, see what she says about that, see what uh, the response has been from viewers. But, um, but I do have to say I wept basically every episode. Same. Just to kind of, you just you're aware of the reality that these people were just real people. And maybe Matthew wasn't on the spectrum. But you just get a, mm-hmm. a glimpse of, you know, yeah, that they were just real It just feels real. It feels human. Yeah. The show feels
1: human. That's the best way I could describe yeah,
0: it. Yeah. Just, it just reminded me, oh yeah, they were just people. So anyways, uh, we're going to jump into this interview and uh, just ask her some questions. I'm really excited about it. I think she's ready to go. So let's jump right in. Awesome. We have Amanda Jenkins with us today. Thank you so much for joining us, Amanda.
3: Glad to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: This is awesome. I know you guys are very limited on uh, you know, how many interviews you can do, so we're very, very grateful for today. Uh, before we even dive into everything, uh, tell us a little bit about your journey, your story, and how it kind of connects with uh, how The Chosen was birthed.
3: Well, I think when you're married, your story becomes your uh, spouse's story.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. Uh...
3: So when Dallas had, um, a real, a real career failure in 2017, um, you know, it was, it was a rough, it was a rough time and not knowing how we were going to pay our bills, let alone, um, go forward. So, um, he had had this idea put on his heart, but, but in the midst of the rubble, no way to go Hmm. forward. And so that really started. Our process of of living out our faith in this in, entirely next level way of just each step was lit. It's like you, if it's not lit, you don't take the step. Um, and so we that's really been our, our journey to where we are now in in just the sense of um everything kind of being taken away. And how are you gonna pay this bill? I'll answer that tomorrow, you know, when wow. when it's and how are you gonna afford uh groceries? I'll answer that as soon as your cupboards are bare. So it was it was this really scary but also amazing um experience of of walking toward this, okay, and you're gonna tell the stories of Jesus and and okay, I guess we're doing that now because we have no other options. Um and the Lord just providing every step of the way. So that's kind of been our recent journey anyway, towards the chosen. <laughs>
0: Wow, that's amazing. I feel like most people, of course, uh, they just want to make sure they know what's going on. So to be you know, so dependent on God, as you said, is scary, but also there must be so beauty looking back and seeing his faithfulness.
3: Yeah, no, I would, I would do it all again, but I probably wouldn't volunteer in the moment, you know, it's like, <laughs> this is amazing, but you know, next time I'm required, it's, I'll, it'll, it'll take me a minute because it's yeah, always, of course. it never really isn't, stops.
0: <laughs> isn't that crazy? That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when the dream started and the chosen started, what were you guys thinking as far as like the target audience or what did you think would happen? with a story about Jesus in a, in a climate today that he's not the most popular guy?
3: <laughs> uh, you know, like I said, we had no options. We, we really didn't think about it a whole lot. Our, right. our hearts were so soft to the Lord. Um, we were, you know, when you're, when you're crushed and grieving, your perspective is different. And so, um, I would say we were totally excited about the content and what God was showing us. I didn't really think a whole lot about how it was going to land. I know it's been surprising Um, the, the wide age range and the cross-cultural, like the fact that it just doesn't seem like there are barriers um, almost feels like, uh, like a modern day speaking in tongues where it's like, kids are understanding. I don't know why kids are understanding. It's not written for kids. And, um, and sometimes we have special needs people understand that, that, it has been mind-boggling and amazing, and um, so it's it's just watching that there are no boundaries on on this message that God is sending out, and just getting a front-row seat to that. So wow. I, I don't I I think we gave up along with not knowing how to pay our bills. I honestly think we gave up a plan for demographics and how we're going to get this out and who's going to be interested. It was just we just made what God put on Dallas's heart to make. And it landed where it has landed, and so <laughs> I don't know. is that a weird answer to your question? No,
0: that that's the best answer because I feel like you know it's just important for people to hear the power and the significance of just kind of letting go of what we want or what our plans are, or our goals or dreams, and just kind of laying them at the feet of Jesus and actually yeah. seeing Him do what only He could do. Uh, oftentimes, we try to cling tight to our you know, our plans, but it's, that's the perfect answer. And I think that's what people need to hear.
3: Yeah. We try to fit him into our thing. I think I was doing that for a lot of years. And, um, when my thing, uh, blew, it was like, okay, we'll try your thing. And that was so much better. Um, so yeah, it, it's a, it's a, it's a hard learned lesson, but mm. when, um, when I think we've learned and, and I've, I've said now going forward, it's like, I don't, I don't want to do anything different. I don't ever yeah. want to be off God's program. So, um, yeah, once you learn it, you really learn it.
0: Yeah. And you wouldn't have unless the hardship came, which is kind of yep. like they go hand in hand, uh, but yeah. he's, he's so faithful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's right. amazing. That's amazing. Um, tell us about, um, you know, so I've been watching it, I've had friends for years all around the world telling me, have you seen The Chosen? Have you seen The Chosen? Have you seen The Chosen? <laughs> I have a friend in Arizona and she uh, builds uh, car interiors for like these restoration cars. And yeah. uh, we talk all the time and she always keeps telling me, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. You got to watch <laughs> it. And so um, I started watching it and I kid you not, every single episode, I'm just bawling. I know. <laughs> I'm bawling every Dude. single
3: episode. It's I crazy. I know it's yeah I, 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 I've seen it. I've read scripts. I've I've watched it on set when it was being shot twenty times in a row. You know, and I'll still I'll still cry. I'm like, what?
0: (laughs) It's so beautiful. And and I think you know I know people. Some people are hesitant because of course there's creative liberties. And even like myself, I'm a songwriter. And so you take scripture and you create music and, you know, maybe the language changes a bit, but the message and, you know, is still the same. And so I know there's some hesitation from some people about, OK, is this like literal, etc.? I'm still bawling because I'm just imagining, OK, if Jesus was sitting eating at the table with me yeah, or when I watch Jesus play with the kids or when you see, you know, the fish. And how it's just like when they're fishing and he's just kind of laughing as they're like getting so panicked in the season one. Um, And I'm just like, you can imagine just those moments. Of course, you have creative liberties with certain things, even Matthew's character or there's other things that, you know, there's some creative liberty. Um, But how do you um, um, navigate that with viewers? I know some people will watch the show and maybe stop reading the Bible and kind of just like this is going to be my... Bible time or my devotion. So how do we respond maybe to some of the viewers who are only watching? Cause.
3: Well, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you are the majority of feedback anyway. So no doubt there's all kinds of things happening that we don't hear about, but um, the feedback that we're getting is this drove me to my Bible. Wow. Um, great. Again and again and again, which is our, I mean, that's like the end game for us. In fact, that's why I do the writing of all of our extra content is because it, it was really on our hearts that in between seasons, you know, I've binged shows before I know in between seasons, I want, I I miss it. And I want to return to that. And, um, and so we wanted to give people something to do, um, who want to go deeper. And so that's why we have all of our extra content because we do want the show to be a tool to push people back to scripture. Um, and so while the show is, I mean, probably, I don't want to throw it out in a, in, and, and, cause, give more fuel to this fire. But there's like 90% of, it's not in the Bible, if it's in the show, because you don't see in the Bible all the in-betweens, the sermons.
0: the little details. Yeah.
3: yeah the, what do you talk about over breakfast, and what do you talk about on the road to Samaria, and what do you? None of that's in in scripture, and so all that's really conjecture. But it's steeped in what we do know is true, and what we are finding is that it's driving people back to scripture. Whether it's because they're like, "Oh, I, is that in, is that in the Bible? I'm going to go check," and then they go, "Oh, that's not," or "Oh my gosh, I had no idea that was in the Bible. Mm-hmm. I had never even read it that way." And then I think when people do read their Bibles, I think it's coming to life. It's it's um. You know, people have said the the Bible was in black and white for me and now it's in color. I think you read it differently when you're starting to put facial expressions on Jesus, you know, just versus kind of the stoic stained glass window um, depictions that we've seen in the past. And so I, I actually think it's driving more people back scripture. If it becomes a substitute for scripture, you probably weren't really in the scripture beforehand. And so glad you're in at least something (laughs) now.
0: Um,
3: And so we don't, we don't ever view the show as, as doing all the work, right? Because it's just, it's just a step toward or maybe um, it softens somebody's heart who's been hurt by the church or who's, who hasn't been in the church for a long time. I mean, those are the things we we look at the show as a stepping stone back toward or towards Jesus for the first time. But the Bible is really where you got to land. Um, and that's, you know, people still have to choose that. So I, uh, I think we hear that more often that it's actually pushing people back to scripture.
0: That's amazing. It's the same thing with even like a Sunday morning. I remember at, a, at my old church, the pastor would always say, hey, I can't read your Bible for you. You know, yeah. you got to, you know, you got to do the work, like you said. Yep. And so it just points us to, you know, getting in there. I was reading my Bible last night and I was in Matthew and I just couldn't help but think of like the character Matthew. And yeah. not that Matthew's exactly like that character, but it just kind of opened my mind to just think more about the disciples or think more, even the episode where Jesus is kind of sitting with the kids and they're, he's teaching them different things and, and he's making jokes with them. And what? I'm like, I'm pretty sure Jesus was funny, yeah,
3: You, know, you don't think, think
0: about it. But if the kids were like he, hanging out with him,
3: he was invited to go places. Like people liked hanging out with him. So what does that what would that mean? And I think that's how the writers usually do it. I mean, they say, okay, here's Matthew. He's isolated. He, you know, he's he's given up all of his familial and friendships and whatever, all these relationships he's given up. What would cause somebody to do that? And then you kind of work backwards and go, okay, well, perhaps this or perhaps that. Um but yeah, I do think we read these characters and forget that they were real people. And so when you're when you're able to put these faces to names and um their histories and their and realizing okay, they did have families, whether it was like this family that we depict or or some other family. It becomes more interesting. It just becomes more colorful.
0: Yeah, totally. And even like you know, you read through scripture about Jesus spending time with kids and usually when I think today who do kids like to spend time with? Someone who's fun, someone who, you know, gets their attention. So I'm like, oh, I just, it opened my mind. And yeah. I really appreciated that when I was reading my Bible, just things coming to life. Like you said, black and white to color. I just, I, I appreciate that. Um, I think one of the stories that's so fascinating, and I mean, the fact that a show about Jesus is as popular as this just blesses my heart because I just feel like that is so incredible in today's climate. Yeah. But I think the story of uh, the funding and uh, it's just so unique to the show. And yeah. even just thinking about the the bread and the fish and the multiplication, could you share some of the testimonies of just how that has happened? Because I think that would really encourage some of our listeners.
3: Well, yeah, I mean that we had no money. Um, so we had an idea, we had no money. And so that's part of the way that God has um, kept control of his own content, I would say. Um, we're not beholden to studios or Hollywood or any, anyone else. And so, um, the, the thing about crowdfunding is, first of all, we didn't think it would work. Um, Dallas thought he'd raise about $800 and call it a day. Um, so like the first season raised 10 million, it was, it was mind boggling and a miracle. And so then you go, okay, I'm aware of whose program we're on because this isn't normal. Um, and then it wasn't just like big dollar amounts. It was like, we would get a check for like $23 wow. and 17 cents and a note attached that said, this is all I can give, but I want to give it because God's putting it on my heart to give. And then you're like, okay, that is actually almost more, um, first of all, beautiful it, because it's like the widow's might kind of story, mm-hmm. you know, where she just gave all that she had and how that was more precious to Jesus. But it became more precious to us too. And and wanting to just steward it and realizing like God is going to tell his stories through his people and it's not just us. And because we can't do it by ourselves, we're doing it with brothers and sisters all around the world. So the crowdfund piece has been really, I think a picture of the way God does things unconventionally. He plays by his own rules and he also includes all of his kids in what he's doing in kingdom building. So yeah, it's been, it's been unbelievable. And I think those... Those stories of the little donations here and there that just wow us and keep us, you know, on task. I would say.
0: Wow. So basically, moral of the story: all this <laughs> happened because you were broke and broken. <laughs> Isn't 100%. that crazy? Yeah. And then look what God does, and then He yep. gets a hundred percent of the glory. It's just, 100%. it's just so beautiful. So beautiful. hundred. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Yeah. I'm so excited how God is using the program and just seeing Christ-centered through it all. Uh, What's next for The Chosen? What are you guys working on now?
3: Well, next, next, as in today, next is um, we're opening in theaters. So the last two episodes are going to be, well, I shouldn't say opening in, we're back in theaters. And that's just been a cool thing because first of all, it's fun. Um, You get to see it big, which um, I'll just say these uh, last two episodes deserve to be seen that way. Um, But also it's just cool that like, you know, it sends, it does send a message to the world and it does get a lot of attention in, and that's really what we're doing it for. It's just kind of like, let's, let's get Jesus bigger. Let's, let's, um, let's m- make it known that this is available. When people in Hollywood see these things, um, they go, what on earth is happening over there? And theaters then extend the, the, um, the showings and it's more available to more people who wouldn't otherwise know that there was an app. So, Um, so it's opening in theaters. There's also our app, which is always new things, new interviews, new behind the scenes, new announcements, new books, new, all the things that you can see there. So, um, so yeah, it's exciting stuff. It never, I feel like I can't even keep track of everything that's new. So I don't know. I'll go on my app after this interview and I'll find out what's new.
0: (laughs) That's amazing. That's amazing. And it's on Netflix. Which is awesome. Very accessible yes. to everybody. Yeah, we're on yeah.
3: Netflix, Peacock, Amazon. Um the first, um, possibly even second season. Like I said, I don't even I can't even keep track, but um the newest stuff is on the app. But yeah, we're on all those places. Just more Jesus in more places. That's our hope.
0: I love it. Jesus is getting bigger and bigger. That's amazing.
3: Well, <laughs> yes. On the airwaves. Yes, but. that's what,
0: yeah, I know, I know. I mean, like his <laughs> name, his name is getting, in, you know, and his story is yeah. getting in front of more and more people. That's just, that's just beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And I love that you mentioned it kind of a lot of the feedback from viewers is it's actually pointing them to their Bibles because yeah. they just want to read more about who he is and, and these characters, which is so cool. Yeah,
3: absolutely. That's
0: amazing. That's amazing. Praise God. Uh, last question for you. I am Egyptian, 36 years old. I can do a fantastic Middle Eastern accent. Yeah, you're, is there you're any chance Is there <laughs> any chance I can do a great extra <laughs> behind the scenes, main character?
3: There's always a chance. It's not There's easy There's always
0: do. a chance, folks. Yeah. You've heard it here first.
3: Making a, a Middle Eastern show in, in um in <laughs> Texas, we run out of people. Yeah. That's true. So you guys are recording in <laughs> Texas? We're in Texas. Yeah. Okay. That's We have built some, uh, some sets and okay. we, uh, our family has relocated and that's where wow. we'll be for a few years.
0: Wow. Amazing. I might have to make a trip out there.
3: There you go.
0: I was in drama in grade 10. I got an A.
3: You've got all the things. <laughs> I got all the things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, we so appreciate your time. Thank you so much. We'll be praying for you as you guys continue Thank to uh, create and uh, to God be the glory
3: thank you so much thanks
0: for having me well you heard it here first folks I don't know if you just heard that she ended by saying I might get a gig playing some part in The Chosen so she's saying I have a chance let's do an audition hi my name is Andrew Marcus and I'm auditioning for season 4 as the role of Jonah
1: Go to the great city of Nineveh
0: and preach against it, because its wickedness has come up
3: before me.
0: No, 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 no. I don't want to do that. I, I I can't do that. You must. But, uh, Nineveh, they're, they're, they have such canceled culture. I don't want them to cancel me. Do not speak to me of canceled culture. You must. But I don't want to offend them. You... I just let them do what they want to do. You, you, you must. <laughs> <laughs> oh... I will not do it. You, no, you must, Jonah. Jonah. There's a boat. You can't stop me now.
3: No! I will not go
0: to Never. Where am I? Why does it smell like fish? Ah.
1: Wow, Andrew, that was so amazing. I think I got it. I think you got it. <laughs> you got
0: it. Well, that was an interesting conversation. Yeah, it was great. I think that was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I was reminded of a few things, and you guys feel free to chime in as you feel led, but uh, I was reminded that what she said was very important. Um, this can't be in substitute for your Bible reading. You can't substitute watching the show yeah. for your Bible reading. That just doesn't work because... Even the creators who have created the show has said 90% or 90 plus percent is not found in the Bible. That's what she said. And so for the people who are watching it and just kind of taking it in as all truth, uh, that's that's very dangerous. And I think uh, we need to be careful with that. But uh, I like how she said it points people to the Bible. And that got me excited because the Bible is the only absolute truth that we have. It's yeah. the only place we can go to. So uh, what did you think, Brendan?
1: Yeah, I, I think I agree. <clears throat> like, I personally like the show. Um, it's not going to be for everyone, but, like, for example, the scene where Jesus is sitting with Nicodemus, that made me want to go and read that mm-hmm. in the Bible. You know what I mean? So, like, in that sense, like, it pushed me to read the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I, so I think, like, that was an overall, like, net positive experience for me. But, I, yeah, I would definitely want to reiterate, like, the show is not for everyone. Like, I love it. Guarantee you, like, there's going to be a lot of people that don't. And and in fact, there are a lot of people that don't, <laughs> that yeah. heavily critique it. And I, I understand.
0: And that's totally okay. Like, and yeah. you're also a video guy. So yeah. you probably like the creative side of it. Too, yeah, I love it. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 yeah but it's not for everybody. And uh, what we were talking about earlier, it's like, yeah, the show's not for everybody. The Bible is for sure yeah. for everybody. Yeah. And yeah. so um, to just be rooted in truth, because this is definitely, um, there's a lot of creative liberties that uh, we don't actually necessarily find in the scriptures. So I thought that was a very important reminder. Uh, we're not endorsing the show. We're not promoting the show. We're just kind of talking to the creator. And, you know, I I think it's the one thing that excites me is the fact that Jesus is becoming more popular with the show. People are seeing his name and seeing his story. Mm -hmm. Um, in today's climate, uh, that's, that was just pretty interesting to to me to see how, much they've raised funds for it or how many people are in it or how many people are watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd never think something about Jesus would be popular. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So that, that's actually quite shocking to me. Um, but you know what? Glory to God. And yeah. I pray that, uh, you know, as people, if you decide to watch it, sweet. If you don't, sweet, you know, as long as you're reading the word, because uh, that's where truth is. But uh, we just pray that God gets all the glory.
1: Yeah, like there's, there's been a lot of movies about Jesus um, obviously, this is a unique multi-season show, uh, but there's been creative liberties in every single one of them. I remember this, I forget what it was called, but um, it, was, it basically, the script was the book of Matthew, word for word. Uh, I forget what translate, maybe like NIV or something, uh, probably ESV, <laughs> uh, but it was, it was word for word, the book of Matthew, mm-hmm. genealogy, everything. Um, even with that, there is creative liberty visually.
0: Right, of course. One hundred percent of yeah.
1: everything you see is fake. Right, and so there's it's like, I think yeah, there's there's creative liberties. Like it's gonna ha- like in that medium, it's like you can't replace it. Even if the script is the Bible, like the medium is just it's just not possible. I don't know right. if that makes
2: sense. Right. All right. Well, question for you then, though, on that is, I find often if I watch something and then go back to read it. Thing about like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I, I watched the movies before I read the books. And then when I went to went to read the books, when I was reading the details about the characters or something that happened, I had the movie image in my head.
1: Even if it was wrong.
2: Yeah, even if the details were right. totally uh, right. Off.
1: Right, yeah.
0: right. That's a great and question. Yeah.
1: That's actually a good point, because I'm sure that when people think of Jesus, they think of the the actor who played the cho- the chosen yeah, totally who played jesus in the chosen but i was like you can't really avoid that cuz like jesus has been visually depicted over the years and i would argue he's probably a more accurate representation like a (laughs) non-white you know what i mean so (laughs) yeah yeah. but yeah that's that's actually a fantastic question i wouldn't actually have an answer to that yeah
0: and and, and i've experienced that yesterday when i'm reading through matthew and i'm like oh i kind Mm -hmm. of picture matthew from what i just watched in the shows on the other day so it's like yeah yeah uh, i could see how that's just so easy so i guess it's just a word of caution um yeah you just we just have to be careful uh again, there's a lot of, um, you know, creative liberties. And so what we watch is just not gospel. And so if you find yourself being, you know, easily swayed to watch the show and now you're thinking of math like this, or you're kind of getting sidetracked from the word, then I'd maybe, you know, like you said, it's not for everyone. Yeah.
1: Well, especially if it's like an emotional attachment, because people are watching the show in these scenes and they're weeping. Yeah. Like you and I, I did the same thing. Yeah. It's, a, it's an emotional attachment. And I also have an emotional attachment to the Bible. And you, so you just gotta be careful when those things overlap and conflict. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to apply the same. Like, yeah, it's tough. It's like it can be. Yeah. You can be inspired by it to read your Bible, and it can like emotionally affect you. Yeah, but it is not
0: gospel, yeah, right? Yeah. And it could di- distract you. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. or make you interpret the word differently. Yeah. So good word of caution. Good word of caution. Yep. If if you find that it's not helping or it's not pointing you to Scripture or it's distracting you when you're in your in your Word, then you know maybe it's not the show for you. But uh, if it points you to it and kind of helps you, you know, then give it a try. Yeah. 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 But that was a really great episode. We hope you were blessed by it. And uh, again, we're not endorsing or we're not saying, you know, you got to watch it or whatever. We're just kind of talking with the uh, co-creator and just kind of figuring out, uh, hearing the story of how it was birthed. And, and I got to say, I mean, it's pretty cool in today's culture to see something about Jesus be that popular. That's true. Um, yeah. that, that's just, that just seems cool to me. So Yeah glory to God. And, um, but again, nothing replaces, nothing replaces the word. And, uh, I know even our, our, uh, old pastor at our old church would always say, Hey, I can't read the Bible for you. It's the same thing when we even talked with Amanda, just, you know, you have to do the work to actually spend time with God in his word. And so make that your priority. Uh, don't, uh, substitute that with a show or anything else really, but, uh, we hope you have a great week and, uh, Donnie, why don't you send us off? Looks like we're going to make Monday's great again.
1: We're doing it. We're doing a fantastic job. That's all I have to say about that. See you later, folks.
0: Have a great week.